Hello everybody and welcome to the 600. I'm Graham Harrigan. I'm Danny Murray. I am a sad Graham Harrigan. I'm a melancholy Danny Murray. I am a dejected Graham Harrigan. I'm a disappointed Danny Murray. I'm a shook Graham Harrigan. I'm a rocked Danny Murray. And I just want to forget about the last 48 hours. And I'm doing my best to not remember the last 48 hours. We're sick. This is the 600. This is our 10 minute What's a Story supplement podcast that we give you as week, week in, week out for the last two months or so. Yeah. Um, this week, it's been, it's been, oh, Jesus. it's been sad, sad week for sport, for our sport. Yeah, we're, we're less we're, we're not going to pick a subject. No, we're just going to do. We're just going to talk from now, yeah, for 10 minutes. All right, for uh, timer on. Timer on. Where do we start with our sport this week, Dan? Do we oh, talk yeah. about the let's, shambles of McGregor? Yeah, let's, let's go to that first. Do we go chronological? Chronological. Let's rewind to last Friday night, the tree arena. And Charlie Ward is fighting John Redmond. Gets to the end of the first round. Charlie Ward lands an almighty dig. Cue chaos. Chaos. Let's not get in because we'll, we'll spend all day on it. And we'll probably talk to our guest, Ewan McKenna, joining us this Sunday. A little bit about all this. But <sighs> McGregor hops into the cage. Rather the fight was over or the fight wasn't over. Like oh, I know all that's come out since. But let's not focus on that. Let's just focus on the fact that... Uh, he was not supposed to be in the cage at all. No, McGregor was basically a punter at that event. What, what's your... Because I'm sure everybody's seen the footage now. What yeah. is, what, what's your reaction to the the actions and then his subsequent apology, which he released on Tuesday evening? The actions, I thought, were embarrassing and cringy. Yeah. Um, um, I was kind of going, what the hell? I mean... He jumped the cage when Artem Lobov won up in Belfast there late, earlier this year. Didn't really think that another. Or did he jump or did he just... He was in the cage anyway. Yeah, Pretty sure he jumped it, didn't he? Yeah, but not with the vigour that he jumped. No, the vigour that he jumped. Because, like you said there, it came at the end of the round. Goddard, Mark, referee got Mark Goddard. Needed to con- he said he needed to consult somebody to see if it was on the buzzer. or He yeah. basically, Connor was kind of going... Of course, it was a knockout, but Connor was so incoherent as to what was going on in the terms of, you know, the round was coming to an end. He was yeah. just coming with the line with, he's after knocking him out, he's after knocking him out. But Mark didn't, Mark Otter didn't get in the way because of the knockout. The bell went. Well, yeah, that's that's the whole debate, but I mean, even besides that, because I don't want, because that's a whole other debate. That's just, another debate. He shouldn't uh, have gone in the ring, he shouldn't yeah. have been there in the, in the cage. In, in my opinion, and he then looked... And pushing Mark Goddard is just... And then slapping a commissioner. And slapping a commissioner. In my opinion, ridiculous. he looked, and I have to be very careful how I say this, because Conor McGregor has never tested positive for anything, and I have no proof that he uh, abuses any substances other than passion, but <laughs> he had all the hallmarks to me of somebody who looked like they weren't in full control of their faculty. He certainly looked like that when he was then approaching uh, Mark, Mark Goddard. I, I, I found it unsavoury that as he was approaching Mark Goddard... Um, With his mad chicken walk. Yeah, that mad chicken walk that John Redmond got pushed over and all of this. Exactly, Don't man, forget, yeah. this is a man who's slightly concussed yeah. um, after, after taking a vicious blow. And I just, I just, I was very uncomfortable. Um, and I was hoping, <clears throat> hoping that 
all we got. I hope I hoping that at the very least Connor was gonna come out and say, Look, shouldn't have done it, I'm I'm sorry and, and, and I'll learn and I'll move on. But now his apology was just shy. Yeah, it's no other way of putting it to be yeah. honest. I mean he said things in that apology like Don't believe fine. he wrote the apology number one. Well, if he didn't, that brings up the question then of whoever he has advised him on media matters needs to be sacked. Yeah. And I, like I said, something similar to that tune when uh, the, the 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 faggot controversy kicked yeah. off. Like um, that was handled appallingly, poor, appallingly as well. Like, and I think there's just poor judgment left, right, and centre. But direction <laughs> online as well. Like there wasn't as meant uh, direction online from Friday. I was. Glad to see there wasn't many fanboys out and defending Thank him. Thank God. Thank yeah. God. Because th- there's no defending that. No, there's no none at all. And the other side of it as well, in my opinion with this, is that he, I get it, he said himself before that, like, you know, he looks after those that are close to him and, like, that whole McGregor camp thing and, you know what I mean? He like can't jump the cage. But, no, but it's not even that, in my opinion. It's kind of like, at what point does he start to look at it and say, you know, the people around me are just going to say yes all the time. Does he have the ability to separate those who are afraid to tell him what he doesn't want to hear yeah. and those who are saying to him for his best interest? Like, it looks as though there's nobody there to kind of say, Connor, cop the fuck on me. Yeah, yeah. I thought, um, it, I, just because uh, we only do 10 minutes. Yeah. And, um, I thought it was pretty poor from Luke Thomas to tweet out saying, kind of putting Irish, uh, the Irish MMA media in the forefront. He was basically the tweet I took is a bit of an ultimatum the Irish media MMA please step up now and they well, always do step up well, no, I, thought, I, I thought they did well I, I kind of see his point though because fair enough you had like the regulars the guys like PZ Carroll Noel McGrath Sean Sheen Severe MMA and that and, and I know the last one obviously Fight Talk sort of even condemned it as well but uh, uh, the mainstream media so to speak which covers MMA he wasn't talking about the mainstream media well no. he did say MMA media but in, in my opinion he said the Irish <coughs> MMA media and the people that you mentioned yeah. I thought it was finger pointing and I didn't think there was need for a tweet like well, that the okay, lads were live yeah. at the event they were tweeting as they yeah, were going yeah fair and then they came out the next day and they everyone can everyone them. yeah now in fairness I think I think those people that I've talked about in particular I think they handled it very well I yeah. do think mainstream media have not really given it what I should have and look the flip side of all this is that it put eyes on that event and Irish MMA for all the wrong reasons all the wrong reasons yeah so we'll park that there and <laughs> it only got worse it only got in worse in terms of Irish sport so Saturday we drew nil all in Copenhagen Um we um, drew nil all in Copenhagen <laughs> we're trying hand signals here it's not working at all <laughs> and um which, before, if you had said, look, first the playoff is, is away, second playoff is at home, we got to draw away and take them back to Dublin and beat them, that would have been the ideal scenario, which was on Saturday night. Um, Saturday night, it was an awful game. We played oh. awful on on the ball. We played great off the ball. Mm. Um, but then Tuesday was just shambolic. Yeah. Lansdowne Road, absolutely shambolic. Yeah, it was poor. Um, the tactics were just... like. For the first time in... I can't even remember the last time Martin O'Neill played a diamond midfield. Like, we contained their midfield. Yeah. And I mean their midfield. I mean Ericsson yeah. on Saturday yeah. with a four five one. And then Ericsson goes and bangs in a hat And hat-trick. then Ericsson gets a hat-trick because we play a diamond to give no, him all the space enough, some, he wants. Someone else did come from errors, but at the same time, it's like, lads. Yeah. More there of... 
it's it's not even lads because it's sometimes I was watching James McLean and it just looked like he didn't he didn't know what position he was playing. Oh, he was running, that man's a running, left winger. He was, and he was running over like a headless chicken. You know, yeah, and I don't. Like, he got I, so close. I do think I do. I do think we overachieved in these in this campaign. Do you? Yeah, we were fourth seed. Technically speaking, we were fourth seed. So fourth seed essentially means you should finish fourth in the group. We finished second. We we screwed up. We fucked up though. I think we overachieved by getting to a playoff. I don't know if we did or not. I, mean, I think people need to lower their expectations of the national side, and I think we're getting carried away like the English football fan mentality, where they always expect to at least get to a semi final or a final of, of a championships. Uh, no, I don't think we have that expectation. But I think the bare minimum we can expect is to qualify. Really? Yeah. Based based on what though? Based on that, we qualified the three World Cups ever. Yeah, I know, but like we're in a new area, like like. We've got we've got worse though. <laughs> we have got yeah. Look, in fairness, the quality that we had in sort of the late nineties, early, but even at that, we underperformed in the noughties with the team and the players that we had. Mm. You know, I don't know what the answer is. I don't. Um, way, peep, peep, I, I just, I'm I'm happy if Martin O'Neill um, continues. Mm. I also wouldn't mind if he chose to step down. Right. I don't want to see him sacked. Um, that's that's a bit of an oxymoron, surely. Yeah, it is big time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would rather see a change of attitude in him. He started the first campaign he took over. He was very positive with the players and the and the players he had at his disposal, and um, now he's starting to use the trap language of we don't mm. have these players. So, well, and you're, it's only got worse because we've probably lost what seven players. Yeah, loads. from that campaign, and what I mean besides Callum O'Dowd, what youngster is coming up? Nothing that we know of so you far. Know. Well, he hasn't gambled on any youngster. What well, was the tour thing? Well, you're not getting to go to Russia 2018, and I'm not getting to go to Ireland 2023. <laughs> Disaster. Just, just a bad week for Irish sport. Man. Bad week. I didn't think the 2023 thing was going to happen. No, though. neither did I. And I wouldn't mind when I was at the match on Tuesday. Uh, I was on my phone on Twitter, and I seen a couple of people tweeting saying that, like, you know, members of the voting rugby world were rebelling against the recommendation of South Africa and there was talk that like Ireland were in the mix and then I seen a couple of saying lads from off the record conversation like Journal Street and from off the record conversation France have this in the bag which transpired to be right like so yeah. if for Ireland was a complete disaster they finished bottom of everything in terms of the vote and the recommendation but just interesting that you know World Rugby said fuck your recommendation and they went for one that wasn't recommended they went for France which I'm happier about I'd rather go to France than, than South Africa I can go to France I couldn't go to South Africa yeah did she just finish I was just about to say something but sure look not a bad note to finish this on. was the 600 I've been Graham Erdogan I've been Danny Murray we've been two sad pandas yeah check out WTSpod.com or go to iTunes Stitcher Poppy and Podcast Republic any of them for more but until next Sunday with you and McKenna <laughs> clear eyes full hearts can't lose look too sweet